Imagine, you know, our listeners, you know, they enjoy the first four episodes of the MJ cast and they finally see another episode released and they're like, yes, excellent. And then, and then if they're <laughs> they spring out a beard to listen to it, right? If they're unfamiliar with this song, they, uh, they, they turn it on and they get. That day, ladies and gentlemen, don't adjust your um, well, headset, iPod, iPhone, whatever you're listening to this on. This is the MJ cast, your uh, your uh, your uh, Michael Jackson fan podcast, uh, and the, the song you know we like to start off with uh, unreleased and rare songs by uh, Mr. Michael Jackson, and this is this is this was released, but it's rare. This is a duet with Eddie Murphy and Michael Jackson, I believe, in around 1991, and it's called "Was Up with You." And uh, let's just play a bit more of it. And you know, if I would advise you to look look for, look for the video of this online, it's uh, just type in "What's up with you, Michael Jackson?" and it's the most every fun. version I've ever seen. It looks like a bad VHS dub or something, like, right? Actually, it's this, all blurry. This, and... this one I found goes up to 720p and it's widescreen and HD and everything. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll have to send you a link. Uh, it's uh, but 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 the point is, it's the most psychedelic, weirdest. Like Eddie Murphy, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of his comedy in the 80s and stuff, but. Sometimes musicians, uh, sometimes, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, but, <laughs> Actors and musicians and everything, yeah, the yeah. crossover doesn't quite work. And it's, he, it's, it's, it sounds like a joke, though. He's so, someone's going to sell, where are we going to blow? What's up with you? In the background, know, he's eh? It's crazy. Than, he's higher than Michael in this song, which I didn't believe. I mean, like. And it's a mumbling. It's a mumbling know. all throughout. Meaning of power, doing nothing but himself. Man is a great. Based on, like, Elvis. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> wrong, wrong, wrong king. Anyway, um, well, Jordan, Jordan, it's it's great to talk to you again. How have you been? I've been fine. I had a fine December 25th, and did you have a wonderful Christmas? I had a fantastic Christmas, just like most other people in the world. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, <laughs> oh, not the Grinch. <laughs> no, 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 not uh, the Grinch Wyatt. No, but it's you know, it's great to talk to you again. Uh, if, if you are listening still, thank you very much. I mean... Uh, unfortunately, we're probably we're not going to be able to be a weekly show. We're probably going to be like a bi-weekly show. We want to. We don't want to run out of things to talk about too quickly. And we, you know, we have conflicting events. We live on two different sides of the world and everything. But but we will try. So please, you know, if if there isn't a show for a couple of weeks, don't unsubscribe to the feed. Keep listening, please. So uh, thank you very much for that. And just to quickly get it, get this out of the way, rate us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Um, well, we're um, we, we we've gone past Michael. Uh, the album it's been it's been a while. Uh, it's been well, just over over a month. It's coming up. It's coming up to a month since the album released. Jordan, quickly parting thoughts: Has Michael grown on you? Have, have any of the songs grown on you? I think I I have started to enjoy it more than I did initially. I don't know what I was expecting at first. Uh, I probably still like the same songs I liked. 
um, when we gave the review of it. Um, I haven't changed my mind on certain ones. With... <laughs> oh, Jordan, you know what? I'm liking that more and more, that one bit. I think that's an amazing bit. If, if, you, made, if, you cut it out in, in GarageBand, right? You just listen to that little riff I, I like just, again I and again and again. The guitar part. I'm just, I need to get myself like a tablature of it or something uh, just, just so I can annoy you and play it to you on, uh, online. Uh, let me just, just, just quickly, listeners, uh, Jordan uh, in I Can't Make It Another Day <clears throat> from the album Michael, Jordan finds the guitar riff, riff very annoying. Let's just, let's just play that riff. Uh, yeah, there we go. This is this is the riff. This is the riff Jordan hates. <laughs> Jordan, it's an amazing riff. Come on, don't don't, don't hate the player, hate the game. Oh, get out of it, mate! <laughs> I mean, the things—it's constant. Even if it was good, it's constant. It's just like you can imagine it copy and pasted into into Pro Tools. And it's the fact that the original leaked version didn't have it as well, I suppose, is what partly. I mean, the leaked version of many songs I've been listening to recently sounds a lot better. Like uh, Kanye West had, um, is it All of the Lights? The leaked mm. version of that's a lot better. It's a lot funkier. And yeah, when it didn't have that... Do you, bang, bang, do you think... I, uh, I probably wouldn't even like it even if it was just a constant whoo, whoo, whoo. <laughs> for like three minutes or however long the song was, it would be just as irritating, even Jordan, if I liked it. Do, do you think that was up of you could have done of a guitar riff like that, you know? Yeah, dun, maybe dun, we should dun, make dun, a mashup dun, version. Dun, dun. We should make a mashup version. We should, we should. Really. MG Cast presents... What's up with you? God. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be truly, truly amazing. Okay, well... <laughs> Uh, this this week we are, we're continuing looking at various albums, and I thought I thought that would be very interesting to have a look at um, Invincible, which was uh, the very last album that Michael created uh, before he died, unfortunately. So uh, you know, we just came off Michael the album, and it, see, it's actually quite annoying they call the album Michael because every time I have to mean with you know say which one i mean but the, we'd like to have a look at that one and maybe compare it to michael and uh you know invincible is it's a very interesting specimen so we're going to get straight into that uh, in a second but before that we have our first uh, piece of uh, listener mail i guess and uh, this is from uh, uh this is uh, from a gentleman i believe uh, rohan I, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, and he uh, he writes that it's uh, it's nice to see you guys putting up another podcast. Uh, I'm 28 and grew up in uh, in R&B and got into alternative a little bit later, and then kind of got sick of music for a while since it, since it was all crap. Jordan, this this is just like you, but instead of movies, music, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, and Christmas and most things it seems. Yeah, and generally, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be a shut-in. I'm 23. By the time I'm 30, I'll be a shut-in, and I'll never leave. You know, I'll disconnect the internet. I'll just have a you know bunker, a bunker somewhere. You'd be like Homer and Mr. Burns in that uh, episode of The Simpsons when they like they're in the, they're they're stuck in the shack in the mountain and they're yeah. hallucinating and. <laughs> no propane tank to get me out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. the propane tank, and uh, I've got political powers. But um, anyway. 
I was, but, but he writes, uh, I was browsing the MJ forums and a lot of fans say the best of joy is their favorite song and it's mine too. It was apparently the last song Malcolm recorded in 2009. Imagine that a 50 year old uh, singing so beautifully. It's my favorite song by far sung in a similar style to for all time. And, uh, will, I will be there. Will, will you be there? Uh, finally, you mentioned bright saturated rainbows and such, but uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I see. I can't read. Uh, uh, I, that's what I see in that song as well. Uh, next up, keep your head up. Uh, I like it very much, but uh, I think at times it doesn't sound like Michael. Uh, it's uh, his voice seems over process. Uh, the high frequencies are messing up of his voice or something. Um, then. Yeah, he says he, he doesn't really enjoy breaking news at all. Uh, when he first heard it, he was like, what the hell is this? So <laughs> I, I think it's similar to most people, really. Uh, and uh, so he, he just he just go, you know, uh, talks about the uh, uh, those uh, different kinds of songs. Uh, he also talks about the Hollywood Tonight and Monster and how they say it's the great club tracks and mixed up with some rock here and there and he really enjoys the grooves and uh, that kind of stuff. Um, also he says he heard uh, I Like The Way That You're Loving Me somewhere before. Uh, Jordan, have you heard the song somewhere before? Uh, it sounds familiar to me. I don't think I have heard it before though, but maybe in a dream. This... <laughs> This calls for a uh, you know a special investigative report. Let me just get Eddie Murphy's face out of uh, the uh, out of my computer screen. But I, I'm just just quickly doing looking up. I love the way that you love me. It's uh, the way that you love me. It seems like I found this track. Um, it's over a year old, so obviously. So let's just play this little bit here to see if this is a similar track. This is on on the go, listeners. On the go research. Oh dear God. <laughs> dear God, how did I miss this? <laughs> it's it's on it's on the ultimate collection. By the big, yeah. the big. I've got that one. The, so you must have heard this one. I must have heard it's it. It's posted <laughs> on the official Michael Jackson YouTube. Um, <laughs> it was posted a year ago. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know how I missed this, but it was posted on June twenty sixth, two thousand and nine. Hold on, that's like a day. Hold on, he died June twenty fifth, right? Um, mm. That's like the day. Uh, depends on me and the world, yeah. but yeah. How did I miss this? this my God. Anyway, <clears throat> I've, got to, I've got to go get it back together. But yeah, I mean, uh, Rohan, you're completely right. Uh, fantastic, fantastic work. Um, uh, also, he talks about Behind the Mask, again, not being an original song, uh, as we uh, talked about a couple of episodes back. Um, he says, another day, Jordan. He thinks there's too much going on. Uh, it should be a, li a, little, a little more empty. Uh, just... Get get more stuff. Maybe just you know take away that guitar. A little bit. No, a pinch less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but uh, but yeah anyway so uh, it basically talks about the tracks so thank you very much Rohan for uh, for mailing us in please keep mailing us with your thoughts and uh, suggestions for the show we value the uh, listener mail very 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 much anyway so let's 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 move on it's 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 weird you know by the way it's so strange uh, michael jackson the youtube channel the actual you know just michael jackson the his official youtube channel it's been yes. it's uh, they've been uploading loads more uh just just songs on youtube recently i don't know why just just random just just songs i, I it's i don't know why uh just you know so anyone mm. can listen for free i guess they're doing this for like could it be that the record labels have grown a soul or no, you know their heart grew two sizes bigger isn't that what happens with the grinch the heart grows two sizes bigger i think i think basically what happens is they realize that he's dead now so they don't there's the, the royalties and everything so what they actually do is they put the songs up there and then they get money for the adverts next to the songs so good good try uh, anyway but um but yeah i mean let's let's move on to uh looking at invincible so in um Invincible, very interesting, very interesting. Released in 2001, I believe. Um, and, of course, this was the last album by Michael before he unfortunately passed. Uh, 16 tracks, Invincible. And, Jordan, I mean, do you remember Invincible being released? Um, I do. Um, I remember being very excited about it. And I remember, you know, just everything about it. The whole launch, I remember being very cautious about I want it to be a massive success, not a huge flop. Um, we can debate that maybe at the end of it, but I remember it being a, a massive deal. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the different versions of the ca- you know, oh, the, the cover. Different colored ones, yeah. And, yeah. Well, let's, so. what's the deal with the album art, Jordan? Do you have any, I mean, it's, it's his face and then what, like, was it the right or the left yeah. eye? Depends how you're looking. Pixelated or something. It's like pixelated. And so, I mean, what's, what's, um, What's the deal? Do you have any idea? It's a it's a cool design, I think, and especially at the time, I think it was quite quite a good idea. Mm-hmm. They tried to make it like a universal brand for him, um, that kind of pixelated eye kind of thing. It was kind of everywhere. It was like his new white glove, which is kind of a lame replacement when you think about it. Um, I quite like the cover. I think it's a bit weird when you see his face that he looks. Uh, I mean, it's had so much done to it, his face, when you think about how he used to look mm-hmm. when, like, on off the wall, mm. off the wall to this, it's like, Jesus, <laughs> what happened? Um, he's got the cleft chin, which always sticks out, yeah. and he's got, um, I like the kind of sideburn bits, you know, mm. what do you call it? Um, well, I mean, in events, yeah. we had that kind of hairstyle, it's, like, the kind of, like, the But it's, it's a very odd cover, I mean, it's so feminine and so soft as skin, like, or so smoothed out and photoshopped, mm. and he's got these, like, ridiculously, like, masculine features sort of bolted on. You know, so it's quite a cool album cover, but it's a very odd pose, I think. Mm, I mean, and I the pixelated eye. I love the album cover. I mean, unfortunately, you know, Michael's face, he had things done to it and he had Vertiligo and everything. So as he got older, especially Invincible and Past, I mean, you know, I love his music and everything, but I, I, I do think that, you know, certain pictures of him and certain videos and angles you know his face looked pretty rough you know he had that thing with the nose and everything and I, I think that picture it, he, he looks he looks like just like a, a normal human being I think you know he did a great job of that picture and everything I mean you know a very you know a human being with you know less musc- muscular features and, and everything but I, I, I think the album cover was very good it's uh, very 90s even though it wasn't even 90s I think in the nineties you kind of had loads of like artists' faces on the albums, if you know what I mean. Uh, 
but but let's uh, let's let's go past the cover into the actual songs. Uh, should I give you like the statistics for it now or at the end? Um, however you like to do it. I'm ready to well, jump uh, into the songs. Just, just quickly to give a bit of pre uh, again. Label was Epic Sony. Uh, it was released officially on the thirtieth of October two thousand and one. So we're going to be celebrating its tenth anniversary this year. Uh, it was recorded sometime between October two thousand and seven and August two thousand and one. Uh, this is I'm reading this off Wikipedia, so you know, quote Wikipedia, not me. Its length is officially seventy seven minutes. Uh, and eight seconds, which is also very interesting. Thanks. It's had three singles, uh, Rock My World, Cry and Butterflies were the three singles in it. And there's a ton more information about the recording and that kind of stuff, which I don't really want to uh, get into too much. So let's start off with the first, uh, the, the first track on the album. Uh, and the first track is Unbreakable. So let's, uh, let's, give Unbreakable a listen here. So I'm going to be playing snippets from the songs, you know, just 20, 30 seconds, and then we're going to talk about them as usual. So this is Unbreakable. So that's uh, Unbreakable. Jordan, thoughts on Unbreakable? Um, well, the style we should mention. I mean, the style is um, it's kind of that New Jack swing with a mm. 2000s kind of era. Yeah. Massive beats on it. Just just crazy dance clubs um, kind of a track that they're kind of going for, the production style. Mm. And I'm not so fond of it, but we'll save our general thoughts for the end of the album. Unbreakable. Um, I quite like how... I remember at the time when it came out, people were talking about how fragile he was and how this really had to be a big deal. And so it is very noticeable when he makes so many, you know, invincible and how many thousands I, of watts he's got I mean, and all that kind of stuff. I, so. I like the way, you know, his his albums kind of had a single describing word, bad. Yeah, I like that too. You know, bad, uh, um, you know, invincible, thriller, you know, history kind of similar it's his mm. story you know i really like that theme i was expecting like his like before he died i was like his next album is going to be like indestructible or <laughs> desirable the terminator <laughs> something like that yes my yes michael but, could have you know, done so a if they if they tried to carry it on though like can you imagine him singing a song called michael like you, yeah, you just can't imagine yeah, I mean, it I, I, i'm michael I think, jackson he never released a song like michael. that right yeah i love They'll never release a song where he says his own name and then talks about tablet. Anyway, never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but the thing is, I mean, I, uh, I, th it's he, he does keep to these themes, and as as you said, I mean, it's kind of that it's it's, it's unbreakable. It's it's a song I enjoy listening to every once in a while. It's not really memorable. It's kind of you know, almost generic, Michael. You know, it's you know as you said, it's got that Jack Swing kind of almost hitting harder sounds, uh, but it's, it's not too memorable, you know? It's really not too memorable. It's just the style of the production, mm. I think, is just the style of the mm. production, but we can say that till the end of the album. Yeah. Okay, well, next song on the track listing is Heartbreaker. I don't know why. Every time 
I see Heartbreaker. I think Mariah Carey's Heartbreaker song. You know this one? But it's not. It's, uh, sorry, I had to. I had to play that. Um, this this is a, a Heartbreaker by uh, Michael Jackson on the the Invincible album. So here we go. Jordan, what do we think of Heartbreaker? Well, I love his vocals. I think he was in an amazing shape for his age. He's in his 40s odd, and to have like pop artists generally these days, you know, they have a couple hits when they're about 16, it seems, and then they get thrown into the trash, and the next one comes along. I think he was in great spirits, and he sounds wonderful. The vocals are great. It's the production I don't like, and it seems a lot of Invincible has that kind of over the top dramatic element. has kind of this overproduced it's the production but, but style and so is, maybe he was going for yeah but, but i'm saying overproduced i mean and looking at the, the credits for each one of these songs uh just quickly it's each crazy. one of this, these songs like uh unbreakable michael jackson rodney jerkins fred jerkins yeah. the third lashawn daniels <laughs> nora payne robert smith it's like they're all are they all writers <laughs> and i'm sure there's a whole team of audio engineers and the thing is i mean you know i'm a bit of an amateur musician myself and i love tinkering in the studio um, home studio garage band and stuff and the thing is i mean uh, people keep on complaining about things being overproduced too many layers but i think it has to be done right something like heartbreaker if, if i just play you know a, a part of it again here it it's over. It's too many things that don't seem to don't seem to connect. Let's just play it over here. No, so, so there's 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 that kind of there's the burping sound. The only way I can describe it. <laughs> I mean, I kind of understand why that's done. And then you, then you have the drums. You know, the fast, I understand that, that's the beat, but just have the drums, he's got the chorus in the background and there are weird echo effects here and there, just just get it get it down to something simpler, you know, sometimes it's nice to have layers, I mean, Michael, the album Michael has like Hollywood Tonight and those kinds of songs, mm. they have loads of just 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 to pull up pull up an example you know they have loads and loads of layers but the layers the layers actually work if i play a bit of hollywood tonight You know that has loads of stuff as well. I mean, it has the beatbox. Yeah, exactly. And, and, but and and it has it's... horns and it has like violins and stuff. But the thing is, like the horns emphasize, just emphasize a bit, and the violins are used to lift things up. You know, they used exactly. at the correct yeah. moments. 
and invincible. It's a fantastic mm. track, I think, Hollywood Tonight. I mean, it would be absolutely one of my absolute favorites on the album. Although it does have that weird, but I spotted it at um, two no, minutes thirty. We leave that until does that the bit end. With the like a surprise, like okay. a thing we do, like you know, okay. like the, the yeah. beat it fail last last time. Yeah. yeah uh, but but yeah, so anyway, so. Old Uncle Uncle Jordan gets to tell a story. Yeah, yeah, right. you know. Back my day, um, but <laughs> okay, well, next track is. Well, I think we could we could argue that a lot of it seems to be just the production style is very cluttered. I'd say, and I don't think it works very well on a lot of these tracks. Maybe what we're really wanting is an invincible, unplugged release. You know, just like an acoustic <laughs> version. Like just you know, it'd be Kurt quite interesting. Bain kind of stuff. <laughs> Invincible Unplugged. It sounds like a good name, don't you think? I think Indestructible Unplugged sounds like a better name, but uh, <laughs> he should have had Arnold on his album just doing cameos, or just, just all over the place. There is no bathroom. Me and my man, Michael Jackson. <laughs> like that rap. Michael come to California. Anyway, um, so, okay, track number three, yep. Invincible, from the album Invincible. Let's give it a listen. What do you think, Jordan? Again, I like the vi- the vocals. It's just it seems he really had that thing with the metallic kind of sound but effects all throughout, of... clinks and bangings mm. and just weird and I mean, noises. It was it was cool and on dangerous and you know bits of history, I guess. But I think when you keep on using the same thing again and again like that, it's you know like piano guitar horns trumpets they're used in every song you know they enrich but when you keep on using things like that it makes all the songs sound the same all the songs it's just i didn't if you ask me andrew can you hum the tune to invincible i'd be like (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't even i wouldn't wouldn't even remember it that sounds that sounds scary like yeah exactly yeah. i was trying to emphasize yeah. that yeah. but the thing is it's just unmemorable it's, it's not it's not really memorable do you know what i mean to me at least it's just, let's just give, give it another quick listen just just a part of it here yeah, it's it, it's just it doesn't have that spark, you know. It doesn't have that doesn't have that. <laughs> you can't click your fingers to it. <laughs> no, you can, but it doesn't have that. You know, the thing is, the the most popular Michael Jackson songs, you just just do a little bit of it, a do 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 do. You know, and they never get. They never get to that extreme. But I don't know. It's just. But don't don't you agree with the vocals? I mean, we could maybe we could argue that both of us just don't like the style. Maybe there's some people that really love oh, the style. If, it's if, like if, I don't if, like some of the soft effects of Michael. So maybe it's just a matter of some people really like the style, and maybe we're not a fan. But I think the vocals are amazing. Mm. Again, I mean, it's not like 40s over the hill or anything to anyone who is 40 listening. Hi, um, you know, to us 20 year olds, but or around 20 year olds. 
Um, I think his vocals are incredible, and I listen to this, and I hear the sort of spirit of his voice, and I think this guy could have done a world tour that would have been amazing, incredible, but it, or even invincible, you could say. Indestructible. Um, but it's just it came. Yeah. It seems it came out this album, and then pretty much, you know, in the mid two thousands, just everything went to shit for him. Did, yeah. I mean, it was just, and somehow, but I think his voice was great, and I think the the vocals are fine. I don't like the style, but I think you know I would have loved to have seen this and on a on a tour of New Zealand, going around the world, and it would have been incredible. Definitely. It could have been invincible, have been invincible. but somehow it wasn't invincible, was no, it? it? It was not. It was not. But um. Let's, uh, I mean, we're talking about these, these, I mean, these, these three songs to me, I mean, I just listened to three of them and I get this, this is my biggest problem with Invincible. I don't remember which one, I remember the Mellow songs, but I just, this one is, I, I, I just, the three of them, I don't remember how Heartbreaker went again. I remember the Mariah Carey one, but I don't remember how this one went. So that seems to be the problem. Okay, well, next one is Break of Dawn. So let's give Break of Dawn a listen. Break of Dawn, the first song, number four song in the track, which I can actually remember well, without forcing myself to. <laughs> uh, I I think the vocals, like the bit, you know, you know, it's, it's always I, I love that. <laughs> I just sounded like like someone stepped in a tail of a cat, but I I think huh. that that's really cool. It's like almost he's pushing it out of this out of himself. There is this kind of energy in his vocals. If we just uh, listen to a bit of bit of a one more time here, so uh, show you what I mean. You know what I mean? It's kind of like he's, he's like, it's like he's trying to undo a jar of pickles while while in the studio. You know what I mean? They, he's sitting there, he's like Michael, can you undo? Like, there is much in the shop. Done it, good. Um, but I don't know. It's, it always gets me about the vocals. But then there is this kind of like a sweet, sweeter piccolo kind of in the background, and you know, uh, and and the, the choir comes in. Jordan, Break of Dawn. Yeah, for the non-musical people, you know, I, I immediately Piccolo, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I know what he's I was on about. Exactly the same so, before I yeah, and then I was like, Ho yeah, yeah. <laughs> I realized. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of the smoother stuff. It's great vocals. It's not my kind of track. Um, but again, I think it sounds fine. I don't like the kind of constipated breaking up of the sentences and things in terms of the structure. But sure, I mean, he's done that for a long time. It's not like it's it's not unique to but, Invincible. But the, I mean, certainly. the thing is, I mean, if I just like it, just like it has, it has such variety. Again, if I, you know, if compared this. Back a bit, back a bit. If, if you compare this to, you know, so, so just, you know, and I'm not like picking like examples from like 30 years back when it's like, oh, his, his voice is different, you know, he, he goes there and back and there and back. Um, 
But yeah, anyway. Um, so, not a fan of uh, Break of Dawn, Jordan, no? I'm not a fan, it, I'd it, say, to me no. It has that kind of like 90s, almost like 90s Michael feel. And I think Invincible was kind of trapped and it was meant to be a 90s album, but it came out, he was working on it. I think, you know, because he said like those songs, he, he was working on them in 97. And I think he was working on... Well, well actually, it, it's interesting that you mention a 90s album because I was just trying to think, what was the style of the 2000s? And I think like a successful uh, album was like, you know, the Hybrid Theory from Linkin Park. And that's actually what it sounds like Oh, to I me. can give you one. I can give like you a song that's, that's... Very loud, 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 quiet, but loud, 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 quiet, uh, but well, loud, the, loud, uh, loud. The, it the, is loudness, the loudness wars. Well, the, the, there was a certain yeah. track that was popular on the end of the 2000s. It goes something like this. <laughs> But uh, that's that's a hidden joke between all, all. Well, it's 2011 and we haven't gone yet in New Zealand, so maybe hopefully before the end of the world we'll get it. Yeah. Although maybe on the very first day of 2012, yeah. you know, yeah. boom. I can't, you know, I can't really, um, I can't specify a, a style for 2000s. I think, ba like bass hunter kind of style, like yeah. Maybe that kind of thing of 2000s, more of a club thing. Well, we're still kind of getting into it now for the 2010s, I uh, think. Oh, even though the 2010s are gone. Yeah, yeah, or the 10s, yeah, yeah. say, sorry. But, but yeah, I mean... I'm meaning hmm. for the decade. I don't know what... The 10s, do you call it? Uh, 1910s, what do they call it? 1810s, whatever it, it is. It should be the 10s, shouldn't it? Because it's the 20s, 30s, 40s, so it should be the 10s. But no one ever says it. Anyway, never mind. Um, back to... But yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of Break of Dawn. I think it's very similar to... Uh, something you'd hear in history, some of the more mellow songs in you know in history. Uh, well, that's going to be another interesting album to review yeah, for sure, when we for get sure. to but, it. I mean, I'm a fan of I'm, I like Breaking Dawn more than the first three songs because to me it's actually memorable. I think he does interesting things with his vocals. I don't mind the mellow stuff. To me, the mellow stuff sticks more in your mind. But anyway, let's let's move on to um, track number five. Heaven can't wait. You know, this album is also, it's very, I mean, these kinds of songs, it's very R&B. I think he's, the great thing about Michael is he always defined his genre, if you know what I mean. He always, he you know, he defined the beats that were still used these days and dangerous. You know, he, Thriller and, you know, Of The Wall was a new take on disco. Thriller was just mixed everything together. You know, Bad was this kind of, again, just bringing in the new sounds. And I think... Well, I think rock and pop kind of put together is how I think well, about it. Yeah, but, uh, but I think Invincible was this, the first album which it seems like he was being led. I don't know if there were too many cooks in the kitchen in the sense that they were just, I'm just looking at the hmm. producer list. It's like Heaven Can't Wait, Michael Jackson, Ted, Teddy Ridley, Andreo Hard, right. Nate Smith, Tren Beal, Eliza. It just goes on and on and on. And maybe. I do think it's too many cooks in the kitchen, and I mean, there's one thing, you know, he was always inspired by artists, but I think it's the deal with the producers just 
sitting down and saying, this, this is a popular beat, Michael, let's use this one. And I mean, that's how it works these days. You know, I mean, uh, our producer, I know, you know, he says that that's how sounds evolve. That's how you can get new sounds. Roland or Yamaha or whoever will invent a new keyboard that has new... Uh, new, new pitch velocities and stuff and you know producers and musicians people like will i am or whatever oh it's like yeah. you hear about all the all the artists that have all the they'll, different um preamps and everything and they just keep a billion different things just because everyone's yeah, they'll, slightly they'll different start to experiment and i mean that's the perfect example of what auto-tune auto-tune originally invented to mine for oil i believe uh, magnetic signals uh, <laughs> no joke uh, and uh, what happened is, you know, people started picking up on the that it could change the frequencies and the velocities of sound and shares producer. No, but what happened was uh, originally auto tunes was used to cover up musicians' bad vocals, mm. but then shares producer decided to use it for the first time. They yeah. set it to eleven, and um, you know that's that's how it works. They just use new technology, and I think this is the turn of this is a new a new millennium. And I think the album, you know, we can see it's all digitized and stuff. And Michael and the producers, I think, tried. Hey, we we should give that we should give that little bit of a shout out. The Believe song. What do you think of that now? I mean, I first I kind of liked it when I first heard it. Then I started to hate it when Auto Tune became popular. Then I thought it might be a decent track, but now I mean, it just sounds like a a warbled mess it's like the worst dial-up connection compression era you know it just warbles <laughs> in on itself we should mention that if we're talking about invincible since it's a style of production it kind of went that um, way didn't it? it do you know what the just give it a thumbs up thumbs I, down the song believe by uh, Cher. believe by Cher. i'm just i'm just trying to find it now so i can play it to, to the listeners so that, that can you believe fresh in their minds how it goes that's the kazoo version <laughs> It's very quiet, but if you can listen to this, um... we're having a bit of audio difficulties here today. Um, but I think I think it's a song. I mean, it works. It's again, it's it's '98. It had uh, beats, very '90s beats, that kind of stuff. So um, I don't actually doesn't. It, it doesn't get involved in my life, so I don't remember it. But um, you know, every now and then, when I get the auto tune going, I do a rendition of it. But okay, okay, folks. So it might be a while before we have the sheer cast, the share anyway. cast yeah, anyway. But yeah, so heaven can't wait. I think it's. But I mean, maybe that's what he was going for. You know, digital kind of new technologies. You know, you can see that by the album. Well, I think when you see the pixelated mm, eye image, yeah. you know, I think you make yeah. a strong point. That's what he thought yeah. was the cool thing. Okay, well, next song, in my opinion, by the strongest song in the album. And one of Michael's best songs. Oh, the single. Best songs, so. That's what I'm talking about. That is that's a, that's a Michael song. It's it's the memorable song. It has 
has what I mean. It's not a jumbled mess. So let's again, let's just play play bits of it and show show what what I mean when I'm saying. Okay, so. Okay, so what we have is we have there in the beginning we have the violins and they're doing their little melody. And so that's what you have. That's what you have. You don't have the violins playing over the piano, Michael going oh 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 over oh, the bum oh, bag and a bam 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 at the same yeah. time. You have you have a nice basic beat, boom, boom. You know, it's it's going there. It's setting things into the rhythm. The violin and the piano are almost feeding off each other. So the piano, then 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 and then the violins go, and then the <laughs> piano, and then the violins, and Michael's just, he's just enhancing it. You know, just enhancing it, so let's just play that again. So it's all it's all done, and then what happens when when Michael starts singing? So so the violence and everything dies, and it's just Michael and the piano is just did it, and it's just backing him up just a bit. They're not even playing full notes; they're just basically kind of ghost playing it. Just did did it, and and it's the beat, and it's it's Michael, it's Michael, it's it's. It's it's none of this none of this. Well, it reminds me of Billie Jean. How Billie Jean yeah. has just yeah. that kind of throb in the background. There isn't any of this. This. What's going on? I mean, you know, you have the and you've got Michael and everything. You've got the. Well, I always imagine it. It's like a, it sounds like a little war, like a paintball war or something. It's like people throwing things from both yeah. sides of the room, yeah. and he's somehow in the middle, like trying to duck mm. between them. And there's things flying around but then, them. But then we go, we go back to Rock My World, and it's, and then the chorus comes in, and that's 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 the thing is because you know human beings we get used to patterns, and you know and choruses are choruses because they're known for being big, and verses are known for being kind of smaller and subtle, and I think rock, you know, you Rock My World is a perfect example of a well composed song, well produced song, well structured song. Jordan, I've been talking too much. What do you want to say? Um, definitely it's worth being the single. It was pretty much the single, the only single I can really remember. The other ones were sort of cancelled or no, didn't really work out. Uh, we should, we should, should we leave that until the end overall talking sure. about the problem? With well, Sony it was the single anyway. Yes, and that's it what it had the video with Brando. Yes. Um, um, it was the single <laughs> everyone here would remember, of course. Yes. And the video is quite odd for it. We can mention that at the end, I think. Oh. Um, I can't believe they played Marlon Brando one million just to sit there, and he didn't even do a yeah. Godfather impression. He just sat there. What did he say? Big Bang, something like that, eh? But I mean, if he was, I mean, he was obviously trying to be the Godfather, but like, I mean, he should have just been sitting there. Oh, Michael, Michael, come in the house. I'm a regular man. He didn't even do that. Come on, what's going on? Anyway, <laughs> but um, I definitely think it's right. a. I yeah. do find it a very odd track though, and it's the kind of thing I was hoping Michael, the album, would avoid. And, um, you know, I'm all up for, you know, two consensual people, but it's a bit weird when you think of, when you see the video especially. I mean, he doesn't look like an older man, but he is 
let's say that he's he's hitting on a woman basically, yes. and she's like twenty say, and he's at least forty something at the time, mm. and um, it's just kind of weird. I can't really imagine that at the club, like the people who go to the clubs that I that I see here, you know, yeah. in their twenties, and I don't really imagine them enjoying being hit on by a guy, you know, twice their age. Um, it's a, I like the song. It's kind of weird. The music video kind of sticks in your head, and especially it's so long. It has like all the breakdowns and stuff. Um, Mm. Well, the <laughs> it's kind of the, is, that's yeah, kind of it's... the invincible syndrome, though, isn't it? The invincible syndrome is it's got like it's well, I'm looking at iTunes. It lasts for 1.2 hours. I mean, <laughs> about twice as long as well, album should. Yeah, the video, and it has a lot of weird musics and instrumental bits. There's there's the MTV video, which you know the the one that people play that's like four minutes long or whatever. And then there is the, and this is the Michael syndrome where you know who <laughs> here has who has actually like how many times have we seen the like all the way the bad video like in the beginning when he's just sitting down talking oh, yeah. to like i mean who's oh i love that but hey that, know, but that's who, cool but, but you I mean, don't just sit yeah. down and like oh let let, let me watch the it's extended like cut. snipes and it's let, all blue and gray you know yeah the let, let me watch the extended cut of remember the time when eddie murphy kills those people because they don't <laughs> entertain his wife you know who no one it's i'm sorry yeah um they're great i mean the, the you should have just done a movie though don't you think i mean did. It was but Moon i think it, like it didn't. i realized but that wasn't that was a series <laughs> no, yeah. of music videos that yeah, wasn't it was a series of music videos put together but an actual movie and i think it would be cool to see him as a cameo like um you know a, a willy Wong. i can be i can be a agent m <laughs> yeah, agent yeah. M. yeah uh you're breaking up michael yeah. hello hello ah yeah. damn ah i didn't do Men that black ah. too Sorry. Men in Black 2, it's near the start. Yeah, it is. It is. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, Rock My World, fantastic track, music video, you know. Um, <laughs> he tried. Um, it's Again, he's got that kind of fascination with gangsters, and, you know, we saw this in Smooth Criminal and that kind of stuff. Uh, but next track is uh, Butterflies, again, very Mariah Carey, all these, and all these track names. Uh, and uh, this is what Butterflies sounds like. Sorry, I forgot about that trumpet, um, but uh, that was just a bit... Uh, I, I mean, Butterflies is... I mean, this was a single, wasn't it? Uh, if I'm correct. Uh, I think so, but see, I remember it was meant to have a video right, and I remember it was like a flash animation, and that was like the official video, is how I remember it. Hmm, well, and it's like his face, you know, on, on like a kind of death, death's head butterfly, and it's yeah, pretty it was, weird. It's it like a flash it was, animation. It was, uh, it was the lawsuit, wasn't it? So it, didn't, yeah, yeah. it was the last one. It was released in 2002, February. It was the third and last single. Um, so, yeah, uh, Butterflies, like, it's mellow. Again, it's got that kind of history... You know, thing going on. Uh, then Jordan, help me out here. Butterflies. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> very Mariah Carey, as you mentioned. I think we could leave it there. <laughs> well, let's leave it there. Not, not a bad song. Nothing. Very chilled out. Very nice. It, it kind of a lot of these mellow Michael songs. They're what I like to call lounge songs. You sit down in your mm. modern house with your modern coffee tables, square-shaped plant pots and whatnot, and just sit down, chill out, you know, and uh, just enjoy your day. Yeah, I, 
I um, find it it's not my kind of music just sort of like staring at the wall listening to like mellow <laughs> kind of like nothing going on in the head kind of songs but um, it's. I'm sure a lot of people like that. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of right. like a. Well, he, he was on yeah, painkillers at the time. It's like a making, painkiller. Though. You're making the people who listen that you like. You made them sound slightly retarded, like. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's only the people that prefer. That I never make fun of. It's. It's kind of a demerol of a track. Yeah. Okay. Demerol. Yeah. Are you referring to demerol? Right, Demerol, Demerol, oh God, oh God he's taking Demerol. Yeah, anyway, History. That's, that's for, um, we're going to leave that until uh, Blood on the Dance for special. <clears throat> okay, but, okay, well, let's, yeah. let's move on. This is probably my second, it's interesting because this song, I don't know what happened. I always used to kind of maybe skip over it because the beginning of it was, I never actually got to listen to it properly. Uh, I think... When I bought the album, the song was corrupt or something, but it was something that led me astray, and I only properly listened to the song the first time when Michael died. And, you know, the story behind this, I mean, I probably told this on the show, and Jordan knows this, I was on holiday, I was actually flying, I woke up in the morning to go to the airport when I learned that he died, and that kind of ruined the whole holiday for me, and at that hotel, and generally Malta, I went to holiday in Malta, it's going, always going to be associated with Michael's death, yeah, every um, every yeah. time you go there, yeah. right? And it I could be on, called Heartbreak Hotel for an old Jackson. It could be called Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah. No. <clears throat> Sorry, we're gonna do that on the uh, what album was that? The Dest No. Um, that was Heartbreak Hotel. It was Jackson? It was the Jackson. Yeah, it's the Jacksons. Victory. I've got it on the best of the Jacksons. No, what I've got. Victory, from. I think. Yeah. Anyway, never mind. Yeah. Um, but this place is Heartbreak uh, Hotel. Okay. Just so just so no one gets confused, it's not Elvis. No, it's yeah. not. No, it's not. Heartbreak Hotel. Um, so yeah, and speeches, and I just, I just, I, th- I thought it was an amazing song. He sings a bit of it. Well, this is it, and it's just, I think it's my type of the harmonies. Are, I'll just, I'll just play the song. This, this is speechless. I just, I think it's, it's, I love songs that build up and this is one of those songs that builds <laughs> up literally from exactly just him just whispering and then it just turns into this complete orchestral thing and uh, that's what I'm saying, you know, it, it just it, layer by layer, but I think to me it's done tastefully and his vocals become more and more powerful. You know, it's uh, the, the one thing that I found unsettling was like the sounds of like flip flops in in the background all the time. Like kind of the, the kind of like flip flops. Did, did you notice it? It's kind of like like frogs, like something <laughs> something. It, it, it sounds like this is a. It, listen to it. Listen to it. I'll uh, just just. Uh, 
It's gonna come in in a second. I was found it slightly off-putting. It's gonna uh, let me just. It's gonna come in when he starts going into the chorus. Kind of like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I didn't. Someone, someone is eating a chocolate bar during the the recording I or something. You reckon? I can't distinguish the instruments. I don't see why, but it doesn't. It's 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 too minor. But, John, what do you think of Speechless? <sighs> I find it a maddening track. Do um, you really? <laughs> yes. The way it gets higher and higher, as you say, it builds up tastefully. Sweet, baby Jesus, it. It's, it's, yeah, it's a great track. It, it drives me insane near the end, especially when the chorus kicks in and it gets higher and higher and higher and louder and louder and louder. It's like, turn it off, turn it oh, off. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's, 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 it's I mean, maddening for me, is how I describe it. It's not my style. I wouldn't say it's a bad track for the people that like it. I just find it bump, da, ba, da, ba, quality. You know, yeah, and I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's I mean, the highness, probably the high the pitch. Of I like, 50 I like the vocals. On I like the look. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's agree to disagree on one of my favorites. So it's in, it's in the, un it's in the Uncle Buck, you know, quality. It's, some people it's, like it. Some people right. really don't Uncle like Buck. it. It's the fantastic movies created by fantastic directors and screenwriters. Okay. Let's move on. About a giant, a giant, fat, untidy Played guy by that comes to actors stay. who left too soon anyway um <laughs> gone too soon gone too soon okay next song 2000 watts let's let's bring it let's uh let's 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 hit it hitting it You hear the what screaming. It's very Will Smith to me. Um, mm. Like what? What? You know. Um, I didn't actually. Aha! Aha! Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, switch. Well, it's not like Michael Jackson doesn't exactly go all the time or anything. He's you know? very. He's very low on the song. It's almost. You know. Almost. You want to be. If this. If this. If this came out after he died, this would have definitely been like a fake kind of thing. What do you have to say about this? Well, I have to say, it doesn't sound like much of a song, and it makes me appreciate how much control we have over albums now. Can you imagine if something like this, um, imagine if this was on a cassette tape, and you just had to fast forward through it, I mean, kids your age, Andrew, don't even know what a cassette was. Yep. It would be maddening. I love having it in iTunes, for example. Bam, you can skip to any you want, you can skip to another album. Having control over it, I don't think it's really an album release kind of thing. I have to say, I love the vocals on it. I don't like it as a track. I like the vocals of it, and I think it would be great as sort of a, an unreleased thing or something that was optional. That's right, Jordan. Um, it would be I great as style. unreleased. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, an unreleased thing that comes yeah, out right. is what I mean. So like, it would be great Like all the other unreleased stuff that we have is fans. Yeah. I think it's... Um, I think it's great. It sounds like a modern African-American male singing R&B. Um, I think it's great to hear Michael in that kind of style of voice. And it's 
it sounds really contemporary, the, his voice, and I'm just surprised he could sing like that. I think it sounds great. I'd love to hear a proper song in that kind of tone. It sounds great. Yeah, that's all we're get- it's just the, yeah. the constant sparking electricity, yeah. the production, it's too much. the other guy doing too the much countdown rap. But- I understand yeah. playing around with sounds and beats, but, but when you're Michael vocal, Jackson and you're reaching to everyone, you know, the biggest star on the planet, leave the experimentation to someone. Just, 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 yeah, I mean, this, and especially... It sounds, like, is- it sounds like you're saying that we should have these kind of, like, blockbuster movies, like, oh, we got to appeal to the 20 to 35-year-old no, females like who that. are just you recently know, divorced. I'm saying it's like, it's, 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 it's hard to explain, but it... Well, he can, maybe you should say he can have a concept album every now and then, but, you know, the mainstream album as well. Yeah, I, know, I, I, the ones that are Invincible with a track called Invincible and then have a concept album I as guess, well. I guess, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm just talking crap and I'm not right, but an maybe, EP, maybe the, an song, EP I think the song, I think it's just generally the song isn't very well made. Uh, I wouldn't call it a song exactly, okay. but I, I just really yeah, like okay. the vocals from it. It sounds great. Right, well, that, let's, let's just move past it. I don't like any other production. Both, both <laughs> of us don't seem to enjoy it much. Uh, You're My Life. I think this is a fantastic song, quite frankly. I don't know why Butterflies and Cry mm. were singles over this. I think this is a perfect example, again, of a well-written yeah. song. Things there, it's layered, it's, it's well-produced. If, if I play it again, you can hear there are loads of things going on. But they're all in harmony. They're all feeding off each other. They're balancing each other. There's none of this... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's working it's 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 like gears you know i think a, a well a good a good song is like clockwork and, and for michael uh the person who has so many layers and so many intricate things it's the perfect analogy for that a great michael song in my opinion is something like this all the gears seem to work fine yeah i would i like play they seem to work Something like 2,000 watts. The gears don't seem to work as well. It's, you know, it doesn't... What were you going to say, Michael Jordan? <laughs> Michael Jordan? I think <laughs> you got the exact analogy wrong. Gears is the least thing I'd say. I mean, that's the kind of style I was going for, that industrial screeching metal. I'm surprised he just doesn't sample angle grinders and different keys and use those instead of like a piano notes and everything. Um, I think it's more like a rainbow. It's all the colours together and la da da. And he's like the pot of gold at the end. That's the vocals, you know. So it's more like a rainbow. You've got all the individual colours, but they're working together, and it wouldn't be the same without any of them. You know, you don't have a rainbow without a couple of the colours. <laughs> but the rainbow doesn't um, tell time. Um, it's, doesn't, it doesn't function for anything. A rainbow. <laughs> it's, if, but sometimes, you know, a rainbow has, you know, two of them, and there's a double rainbow, and wow, oh my God, how does it happen? How does it work? It's incredible. And sometimes Amazing. it's auto-tuned as well, yeah. Uh, no, but what I'm saying is yeah. a song has to work. A rainbow doesn't have to work. There is no need for it. The colours have to work. I mean, yes. Let's let, let's let the listeners of the MJ cast decide what it is. Is it a bunch of gears working together, or is it a rainbow? Rainbow gears. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what do you think on uh, You're My Life, quickly? 
again, it's not my style. It's very smooth. I think it could have been a single. I would find it hard to imagine it being like a, a number one hit for a long time on the on the charts here, but I think it's worthy of being a single. Mm, definitely, yeah. Should have been a single, let's say. Oh, hey, maybe we should just say quickly, mm. you know, it really only had one single in my country that I know, because I remember yeah, it at same, the time. Yeah. You know, uh, Rock My World or, or you know, You Are My Life, what should it have been? I'd probably, you know, I wouldn't be able to pick between them, really, but both are about the, as, as worthy as each other. It's definitely better, in my mind, than Butterflies and Pride. Mm, definitely, so. yeah, 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 definitely. But, yeah, great song, great, fantastic song. Uh, moving on. <sighs> Next one is uh, Privacy. Let's give Privacy a listen. To me, it sounds very much like it should have been on the blood, uh, blood on the dance floor um, remix kind of thing. It mm. always—it's. I mean, you were saying about sampling. Here he's sampling cameras, uh, you know, mm. and that kind of stuff. Again, it's, you know, he, he's trying to venture into new new categories, but I don't think for me, I don't think it really works that much. It has. It sounds like him. He's got that kind of like the progression. You know, the tempo is being slowed down. Again, that's a very metal, you were saying gears. It's almost like someone's like just pushing through it, you know, like that bit in Conan where they're just just going like in the beginning when he's like the, the you know, he's on that big thing and he's just pushing it very hard. That, that kind of, that, that that's what this song feels like for me. For this thing. You know, it makes you tense. You can't relax this. You can't have a warm bubble bath and listen to it. You know, it it would really not work. What do you think about privacy, Jordan? <laughs> Again with the gears. Well, it's a. I really don't like the track. I wouldn't listen to it. Um, it's very interesting. Respect's not given its own. This comes from the guy that you know he doesn't do anything for years. Then he like pops onto the scene. Hey, I'm in a leather jacket. I'm bad. You should like me. You know, he doesn't do anything. He calls himself invincible and pops up. Um, I think it would be better if he avoided those kind of topics of paparazzi and everyone's out to get him, but he wants to be a public figure at the same time. Um, it's not my idea of a, a song. It's definitely got that kind of industrial gear stuff, and it needs a lot more rainbows. It does. I think it definitely needs a lot more rainbows. Um, I think that's, the, I mean, just, just to, you know, some of the listeners, I'm just trying to distance myself from what we're saying, you know, this, this can sound like this episode we're really hating on him, but really not. I mean, I have so, Michael, the album's probably my, my favorite album in years. Uh, I definitely like it more than Invincible. It's just the type of, the thing is, it just shows how much of an amazing artist he is that he's so diverse and he has had all this music all this time, you know, all of the different ranges. And, you know, it's just these kind of harder tracks, they get lost. They, uh, at least for me... Well, um, I think you could say, maybe we could say there's at least three major kind of Michael Jackson kind mm -hmm. of tracks. There's the kind of, there's the really um, emotional one, shall yeah. we say, which I'm not a huge fan mm -hmm. of. 
Then there's the kind of like the pop ones, something like the Billy Jeans, and that's what I like most mm-hmm. of all. And then he has like the rock kind of yeah. ones, and that's like the screeching metal yeah. and the the distorted tracks. vocals. Yeah. So we're probably not so fond of like the, the screeching gears. Yeah. I'm a fan of the rainbows. Andrew likes the beautiful melodies mm. and, you know, the, this, yeah, the choruses mm. and all that a lot more than I do with the, with the million children singing in unison and the volume gets louder and louder and louder. Oh, and louder the you want to stretch your ears And it just gets louder and louder. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean... And then I suppose you could mention the Motown sound, and the Motown sound kind of evolved into the pop mm. stuff, so that's what did, I really like. Uh, well, it's I'm not a fan of the like higher stuff, I'm not a fan of the lower mm, stuff. Mm. I'm, I'm in the middle of the road, the middle path, guy. Definitely, definitely. Well, let's, uh, next song is Don't Walk Away. Let's give that a listen. To try and see you smile one more time But it's been so long now All I do is cry Again, I think it works. It works. It has... Everything seems to fit, you know? Fit well enough. I mean, I think it, things fit a bit more in You Are My Life and um, You Rock My World. But, you know, th- things work. The guitar maybe a bit too loud and stuff, but I think overall Don't Walk Away is, it's it's a good track, it's a mellow track, I think the mellow tracks work on this album, whilst the experimental tracks don't, at least at least in my opinion. Quickly, what do you think of Don't Walk Away, Jordan? Um, I definitely think it's kind of a Stranger in Moscow kind of a, a song, I always think these kind of songs uh, I don't think it's, you know, it'll be an interesting single. It's not my kind of music. And I always think it, it should be a musical score for something. It should have been used in a musical head of, you know, the hero, the father, he's had the breakup, he's walking through the rain, you know, almost like a stranger in Moscow. And yeah, it's, um, I don't really imagine what the music video would be apart from him walking in the rain again. And it definitely sounds sort of a cinematic track definitely. to me. It, it, kind of, it definitely does. I think I love these songs when I listen to them. I can see them in, in, in movies. Um, but yeah, um, well, let's let's move on to the next one, and this is uh, this is "Cry," the second single. Um, sorry, but let me just let me just compare it to um, um, let me just to uh, will you be there? It sounds so similar to me, at least. If we just play the, the bits here. Oh, you skipped it. I'm, I'm trying to demonstrate a point. Then we go back to cry and just cry. They're very similar, aren't they? Um, I think it's kind of a. 
I was just, I was just whining because he skipped hold me like the river. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, I'm sorry. So he's just jealous because it doesn't say Andrew. Like the river, yeah. Um, no, but I think, I think, I think it's the wooden percussions in there and the, the chimes, they're very similar. I can see why this became a single. And again, as you were saying, similar to Don't Walk Away, very score-like. What do you think of Cry, Jordan? I think it's weird that so many of the other tracks are so, like at the start of the album, they're so aggressive, screeching metal. Then it goes into something really ridiculously soppy and emotional. And it's kind of interesting that they put two of the tracks together, Don't Walk Away and Cry, and then The Lost Children, which we'll get to. Um, it's a very beautiful song. I can't do it by myself. I'm not a fan of that kind of building up into a Superman kind of things. Um, I suppose it's the New Zealand thing. We have what's called tall poppy syndrome. We don't like people who get ahead in things. We just kind of, you know, everyone has to be the same. Kind of communism, you could call it. Um, you, uh, it's a very beautiful song. Are you saying communist? Maybe. Okay. Maybe, comrade. Okay, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> go on. It's a very beautiful song. I mean, you can't deny that. And I don't really remember it as a single. Uh, here, at least. Mm, no, so I, don't, I, been I remember the video of people holding hands, but um, yeah, I've yeah. seen that before. <laughs> I don't remember it at the time as a mm, single. Yeah, no, it's um, um, no, I don't. It wasn't really prominent. I mean, again, we can't really talk too much about this. I mean, beautiful song. Um, yeah, beautiful. It seems like later on in Michael's career, he had more success with the more mellow songs than he did with the um, harder hitting songs. I think the more mellow songs became more pop acceptable. Uh, maybe because R&B kind of became, there were two types of R&B that was kind of like the harder R&B that was more of a hip-hop 50 cent kind of thing uh, in the 2000s. And 50 cent R&B. <clears throat> yeah, and, <laughs> and there was the softer R&B more, more became like Neo and Mariah Carey. Um, so I think and it didn't really didn't really work for him going into the harder. Uh, but but yeah, that's just my opinion, of course. Okay, moving into Jordan's favorite track on the album. Uh, this is uh, the huh. Lost Children, and uh, let's let's listen to the Lost Children here. Let's see what they have to say. When you sit there addressing, counting your blessings, biding your time. When you lay me down sleeping, my heart is weeping because I'm. Sing along, Jordan. Oh, lost children. This is for all. This is for all the lost children. Gets higher and higher, right? I love it. I think it's great. Ah, uh, beautiful. I'm playing it extra long. I love it. I, I, I haven't listened to it in ages. I think it's great. I love the guitar. I think I'm not just saying that to piss you off, Jordan. I really do think it's a good song. And looking at it here, it has sole credits to Michael Jackson, and I understand why because it's an amazing song. Uh, while Cry has sole credits to R. Kelly, and um, that was mm. written by Michael. Butterflies and Cry, by the way, weren't written by Michael. Um, I don't know. I think it, it just works. Would you like to listen to it some more, Jordan? 
I'd love oh, to, right. Andrew. I mean, I mean, maybe bringing the little children was a bit excessive, especially what happened to him a couple of years later. But no, it's. I think I think it's a great song. Uh, would you quickly like to say how much you dislike it, and then we'll move on? Um, I just think. I mean, it's got a lot of nice bits. Again, I could imagine in a movie, but at the same time, I, I'd find it hard to imagine Michael Jackson being used in a movie without being sort of ironic to have a, an unreleased track of Michael Jackson in a movie. Having it new, not just oh, we ended up in the eighties. Oh, what's on the radio? Billy Jean and beat it. You know, mm. I I get that kind of stuff. I can't imagine this in a movie. In some ways, I think it sounds like it should have been in a movie. And I suppose when I hear it, I can just sort of imagine him. He'd do that kind of moonwalker thing, or when he had the stage performances and got all like the hundred children of all the different colours of the world. Mm. Is how wasn't, you know, it's found almost like offensive. Something used in Free Willy. Um, and then they kind of sing and dance uh, together. Wasn't the dangerous track yeah. used in Free Willy? Uh, I forget what it was. Gone to no, someone. Yeah, I forget, but. Uh, I don't know. I think yeah, I think all these songs, uh, "Lost Children Cry," "Don't Walk Away," "Privacy," the they all fun. they all work fantastic in musical scores. If I ever make a movie, I'm going to put them in musical scores. Um, just, just for me, for you, and Lost Children. The, uh, that movie I make is going to be huge, and it's going to be everywhere, and that's going to be the main song. Be big in New Zealand. That's when you're probably going to kill yourself. <laughs> but um, no, let's let's not go mad. <laughs> But yeah, I think we agreed to disagree on this one. Um, and let's listen. Oh, I, I like a lot of the, the verse mm. and things. I like it. The solo bit with him. Children. It's when it, gets, yeah. when it gets, you know, louder and louder and higher and higher. And then more people come in. <laughs> and it's five minutes long. It's quite long for a modern song. I think, I think if it was three minutes, it would have been a, a very good song. And even I would have liked it if it was when three minutes Arnold long. When the Arnold Schwarzenegger cameo should have came and he started singing there. This is for all the last children. <laughs> Okay, let's listen to whatever happens. Again, impartial, really, Jordan. Whatever happens. Um. Well, it's got is it? Yeah, it's got the guitar, but Santana. Yeah. Um. It's it's a very interesting song. I imagine for someone who likes it, I have friends who are very into guitar-driven music. It's very Latino, definitely. Is and hmm. yeah. How would you imagine listening to it, Andrew? It's not I my kind of thing. I mean, it, in, it in doesn't a, sound like a driving in, song to me. But maybe, it's got that kind have of you ever seen the movie oh, that Jennifer Lopez one with Richard Gere? My mum really likes it. Um, oh, the one goodness. where they dance, yeah. Latino dancing. I yeah. imagine that as a soundtrack for that. Uh, that could definitely work. But uh, yeah, I'm, I just can't imagine sitting down, spaced out, staring at the ceiling, <laughs> listening to it. I can't imagine driving to it. And it is a very... Um, I like how it kind of serves in it. It has a different pulse to it, even though it is a smooth mm. song. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't really... Again, it's, I have nothing against the song. I think it's a, it's a pretty damn good song, but it just doesn't have that bam, you know, that chamon that, <laughs> that, that Michael has. Um, but, but yeah, it's... Um, 
yeah, um, let's move on to, I think that, that's the awkwardness here with um, uh, Invincible. There's a lot of yeah, <laughs> it's all right on here. But uh, this isn't <laughs> the final song, this is Threatened. So what do you think of uh, Threaten, Jordan? Well, I was never a fan of it, and I think it comes at a very odd point in the in the album. It's kind of loud, loud, loud song, quiet song, loud song, quiet, 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 very loud song, 2000 watts, mm. you know, quiet, 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 very, very loud song mm -hmm. right at the end. And it's 420, mm. of course. Um, it's I've never been a fan of it. I know he always has, like, he kind of likes that um, thriller kind of a song on the album. It's about paranoia, you know, monsters and things, um, an unstoppable killing machine on the way to get him. I don't know why, I mean, what he does to piss all these things yeah. off, but they come out of the swamp to get him. But you know what? After seeing This Is It, it was incredible in that. I would have loved to have seen that, and that's one of my absolute favorite parts of This Is It. Um, when, th when Thriller's been on, it does that, la, la, la. It's like all the falling witches or whatever they are falling through the skies. And then it comes onto that. And then all the dancers come out, and he's just giving direction. It's quite cool to see him giving direction, like to spin mm. and everything. It's kind of cool to see him um, tell them what to do. I love the beat, and it really made me appreciate the song after singing This you, Is It. Until then, I'd never appreciated it. So I think it'd be cool Do you live. think he intended? Maybe it's like a scene change. So do, do you think he intended Sorry? for um, um, that song? It's very unlikely, mm. right? But it, it sounds like a really good song to change... Um, on a live performance, maybe if they're like shuffling the props on, mm. maybe the curtains mm. come down yeah. and like there's just a bunch of dance or he does a costume mm. change and then he comes out and maybe it would be good with Thriller. Maybe it is meant to go with Thriller because that's how they did This Is It. So it sounds very good. I think it would be great mm. live. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, that's, that's it. That's, that's the album. Um, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's a... Well, I wouldn't go so far to call it invincible. Mm. I think it definitely has some very beautiful vocals. I think, I think by listening to it, we can tell that he was in great. You know, I think he sounds very strong and healthy. I think it would have had a, a very successful tour. And um, there's definitely songs I'd love to see live on this. Obviously, mm. not mm. all of them, but he never played all of his songs in a set. And I mean, imagine some of these songs were great with you know, the Beatits and the Billy Jeans and you know, uh, Black or Whites of of the Michael Jackson mm. universe. It would have been great live, I think, a lot of these tracks, and he sounded healthy enough mm. to do it. I mean, this is it. There was definite concern about his you know, abilities. His voice sounds great mm. in this. I think he's at the top Definitely. of his game, vocally. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's interesting, because I think, to me, this album has a lot of what, <laughs> what uh, Bruce Willis calls chaffer, where it's just unnecessary <laughs> filler. Uh, at least this again. This is my own personal opinion. I think if we would take 
to me, this album would have been sometimes less is more, less tracks. And I think that's why I enjoyed Michael so much. It had only 10 tracks, but to me, the, the vast majority of those tracks were very, very good. Um, 16 tracks is, I think, too much for Michael. Um, maybe it's the thing is because I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to albums. If I have the album, I have to have all of it on my iPod mm. or on my iPhone or whatever. Um, as opposed to some of it only have two yeah, tracks or something. Yeah, kind of, it feels like really, really weird. It's it's an OCD thing. So maybe I should maybe I should cherry pick songs from this album. So maybe I should take uh, Break of Dawn, You Rock My World, uh, Speechless, You Are My Life, uh, Don't Walk Away, Cry, Lost Children. Like, that, that, that would make it about, what, one, two, three... Uh, four, five, six, seven. It'll be about eight, you know. And I think that will make the album very good for me. But that would pretty much leave all the harder songs. So I don't really know. It's not really enjoying, experiencing, or judging the full album if you're taking only half of it, is it? So I don't know. What do you think about the overall album? Well, I think I think albums should be longer generally. But um, when you look at the sheer amount of time it takes, I don't really get where the time goes with it. I mean, the tracks aren't 20 minutes long. It's not like everyone has a 13-minute long video. But you look at it on iTunes right now, 16 songs, it's fine. 1.2 hours, you know, jeez. Um, I think maybe in a lot of ways, he maybe he was better suited when you think of like um, the vinyl release albums. They were quite short. And maybe that would be better rather than having... You can call it the Michael Jackson syndrome. He always wanted a big fancy video with instrumentals and bits, and and maybe it doesn't work so well having so many. I think one of the things I don't like it. It has so many similar songs and the smooth songs. Um, don't walk away, cry, the lost children. Especially when they're put together, right. it makes it sound almost. I mean, each of them is about four minutes, yes. five minutes long. So that's like at least a. You know, let's just say it's 15 minutes if they're five each. It's like 15 minutes of pure just sentimentality, and it's drives me mm. mental. <laughs> Hmm, you could say. Yeah. It's like Jordanite, yeah. you could say. Jordanite. But I'm just looking through, and we'll definitely do an episode on this. There is a whole catalogue of unreleased songs uh, that, uh, mm. that are, are publicly uh, online, and there's a whole, a whole huge Wikipedia article. And there are like like 10, or I, I just at the top of my head, I'm looking through all these tracks. There are at least about 10 songs that were scheduled to be released uh, for Invincible that were never released and you know it's you know it's uh, they talk about him how he's always he always cuts he writes so many songs and he cuts all of them I don't know what happened there I mean I, I you know I'm familiar with the interworkings of the music industry uh, to some extent of course I'm not you know I don't work but you know you read and you hear things and you talk to people and you see things you know how much of this was Michael? How much of this was the producers, the managers, the marketing department? Or is it, do we, I mean, we all love his work. You know, he's our favorite artist. If you're listening to this, you agree as well, probably, and me and Jordan do. But maybe it's just he didn't have, he, he just didn't have enough of the good tracks and they just decided to put in the tracks that weren't so good. But I mean, he had. He has a back catalogue of so many tracks, and in my opinion, it's, you know, we've seen Michael, and I'm sure they didn't release the best tracks in the first album. You know, I'm sure they, there are still some very amazing tracks that they haven't released that were recorded before and during Invincible. So maybe this is just my taste, but I mean, after all, I mean, 
overall, looking at the reviews, the album was commercially successful. It was up there on Billboard 200 and all the commercially successful you know, things that make an album commercially successful. You know, it sold well enough. But I think critically, it just wasn't. It was meant to be his comeback. And I never see this thing with comebacks. It's like it's this person's comeback movie, this person's comeback thing. Whenever someone goes away for more than two or three years, it seems to be a comeback album or a comeback movie. What do they have to come back to? When is it? Why can't a person take a holiday or do something else? It always has to be a comeback, you know? 50 Cent's comeback album, Kanye's comeback album, he insulted a girl, so now he has to have a comeback album. You know, Michael hasn't released an album in, in, in Michael hasn't released an album in five years. Let's say at least so five years. So he has to have a comeback Just album. Decent, you know, what, history didn't sell well enough? You know, he, he, he has to come back? Why, why does he, it's, I think the media well, just likes the whole underdog I mean, thing. we could argue. Go on. We could argue about comeback albums, maybe you could, but I do think at the time, I mean, I remember it at the time, and I do think he really did need a so-called comeback album. But what did he and, have to come um, back from? I, think I mean, if, I understand. It's... But the PR for one thing, and he was gone for a hell of a long time. I don't really like history that much, so we're going to have a fun but time reviewing it. Gone, I um, mean, five years is a lot in the music world. Yes, I agree. But, I mean, like one of my favorite bands, well, they always be a favorite band of mine, and I got into music because of the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I even did a podcast about them, um, as I do about everything I love. I seem to do a podcast about it. And if we wanted to find that, where would we find it, Andrew? Just look on iTunes. I believe and it's I called the Pippercast, though, right? Just type in my name, and you'll find it there. But, yes. Andrew Blythe. Um, but it's not like I'm embarrassed or anything, but... <laughs> um, no, yeah, yeah, oh, I'm yeah, just I'm saying, saying, you know, and people they released want their last album, Stadium Arcadium, which was actually a double album, and they wrote about 30 songs for that, 34 if I remember, uh, to cut 10. Um, that was released in 2006, and they're going to be releasing a new album probably late this year, 2011, and that's going to be five years. That's going to be exactly the same time, and no one's going to be saying comeback to them. I mean, I, I understand that didn't. But but with, um, if we could say Michael Jackson's last album that was big, I mean, I, w I was barely alive at the time, but let's say mm. it was dangerous. Wasn't it like 91, 92, yeah, something 91. like that? Yeah, 91, I was quite sure. Um, and so it was 2001, yes. right, from Invincible? So, you know, we're talking 10 years, so that, that's a hell of a long time between releases and just a whole, I mean, if, if, especially if you think of his appearance too. I mean, he was in the PR all the time. I never read those kind of magazines and tabloids and all that. I understand living in, you know, the British press and the tabloids and stuff. I mean, they rip the guy to they pieces and pieces. his changing um, skin colour, yeah. all the kind of controversy mm. and things. And I can say if anyone ever needed a so-called mm. comeback mm. album, it was mm. Michael Jackson. And I think it was successful. I think he sounds very yeah, healthy definitely. in it. Um, mm. It's just not my, to my style. And it's the production partly. It's sort of made it the wrong time. Although I guess many song, you know, the production does get kind of mm, not so great mm. over time. But I do, I do enjoy Invincible. I'm glad it came out. I remember being excited about it. Um, I was never going to be the person that was like, oh, I got to buy all five different colors of it. You know, I've got the white one, which I think is the best one. I don't like the blue one and the green one and the yellow one. They're all kind of odd colors, I think. I know, they're right? Blue, blue, red, and yellow are like the oddest color in nature. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think the I'm white sorry, one looks no, the best. No, no, looks it's the most um, sort of classic. Yeah. It's the most vanilla. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think for me, I was I was just to wrap this up. It was getting very late. Um, to me, that's what I was afraid. 
it's all down to taste. If you do really like uh, Invincible, please do email us telling us why. Uh, you know, just don't just say I like it and you're wrong. You know, I mean, you, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> the listeners are all very competent people and will have more than enough good structured arguments to back up their statements. Um, I was, I mean, that that was the thing of Invincible. I had that maybe it was a, it was a, you know, some movies don't age very well. Maybe Invincible, in my eyes, hasn't aged very well. It's you can definitely tell what time it's from, but then again, you can definitely tell what time Thriller and Bad is from. So I think it's mm. it's it maybe generally the quality of the song. See, I'm putting down my own theories here, um, but that's what I was afraid Michael was going to be, and it it just completely redeemed itself. It, it seems like. Uh, maybe we're experiencing I don't know a lot of these tracks like Hollywood Tonight and um, Best of Joy and you know they were recorded one or two years ago so it's interesting how he went from he uh, he went from conforming to this kind of you know sound of the early 2000s to just recording I can't put, you know, I can't really put genres, like, can you put a genre on Hollywood tonight, it's a fantastic song, but you can't say, this is like Lady Gaga, this is like uh, 50 Cent, this is like whatever, it's just a fantastic song, just you can't put a genre to this. And very similarly to Thriller and Bad, you can't put really a, a genre to them in the sense of, maybe not a genre, but a, a time signature, you know, a time genre. You know, you can't say, well, this is definitely sounding like an 80s song. You know, these songs can be covered and adapted, and if you change up a couple of keyboards, it'll, it'll sound brand new, I think. So it's, and I'm very glad Michael, at least, I'm very glad the songs he was recording before he, um, you know, passed on, they had this kind of almost independence to them. Uh, what do you think, Jordan? Well, I think it's very interesting. I've always thought I'd I would love to have heard more duets with him and working with other contemporary people. Like um, so I, I like rap Murphy music, and I was thinking people like Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. More more yeah. was up with you exactly, and less. Oh come on. Um, I think it is quite interesting with the Kanye West of the world that you were mentioning having a lot of things and layers and working together and I think Kanye West does a great job and you know people go for him mm -hmm. for production for example. Um, I would love to hear, I don't know if I'd, I don't know who would work well with Michael Jackson though, it's kind of be like imagining him in a, in a movie that wasn't about him when he doesn't mm. play himself. Um, it's quite interesting, I mean people that sound like him, people mm. are inspired by him, I don't know, it sounds, maybe if I would try, you know, to try hard, it would all sound kind of the same, like Neo, Usher, and Justin Timberlake, I don't really think that would sound like a, you know, an all-star lineup to me, I'm not really a fan of them, but they're definitely trying to be Mike Jackson, or they sound a lot like mm, him, let's put definitely. it that way. Um, it would be very interesting to hear him singing with other people as well, rather than just like ballads, and then uh, hard metal kind of screeching, grinding gear songs, you know be kind of cool to hear some duets with him with really big stars and that's what I was always hoping that Michael would have I think he went to the extreme on that approach of Thriller 25 which is you know, oh, you know he, and here I am Jordan, doing you know, an album some of my friends will you know, I he didn't am, have anything to do you know, behind it you know it was all the all the 
Yeah, but it has a it has a signed note, remember, in the in the front it said, you know, this is with my close friends, yeah, my dear oh, friends, on, Jordan, you know. Please, please, please. We know how the record industry works. It's I mean, of course no, I'm not saying that yeah, he didn't Fergie, mean, Fergie, he, man, on Peter. He worked Fergie, with I tell you. Am, he worked with Akon, he worked with yeah. you know, I'm sure all the all, all yeah, all the people Fergie. there, but come on, I mean but see, Billie Jean 2008 with Kanye West, I mean, that actually sounds, I think it sounds great, the Kanye West track of yeah, Billie it's, Jean. It's, it's, you know, so I think something like a Kanye West product, you know, produced song for Michael Jackson and, and if it had other contemporary people, maybe even contemporary rappers. I mean, he's always had sort of the 50 cents of the world, you know, well, what's 50 cent up for these days? You know, presumably it was meant to come out hey, earlier. I've got problems you know, with my own. Actual, actual <laughs> Sorry, I just, yeah, yeah. We'll get to yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Flashing cameras operate yeah, yeah. the phone or something, isn't it? <laughs> was it? Uh, she drives me. Well, no, it's that's, that was the other one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoy I enjoy the simpler rap, something along, more along the lines of "It ain't too hard for me to jam." It ain't too hard for me to jam. <laughs> it ain't too hard. For me. <laughs> Wonder how much that guy paid the guy that, that appears on that. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it would be great to hear him working with other really top-notch stars. I think mm. it would be great, and I just think. Out of everything, I really wish I had more single-worthy songs, and I don't no. think Invincible had so many of them. It really only had one mm. in my country, and I think some that were really big on the charts, and that everyone would sort of learn to love him again. I mean, when he was alive, people didn't appreciate him, especially in the last at least decade of his life, mm. you could say. And I think it would be great to have heard it. You know, I'm just throwing it out there—a Kanye West-style mm. song with him on it. And it just happened to have Michael Jackson on it, not a. You know, let's have Eddie Murphy start a singing career, and oh yeah, yeah we can sort of back. twist Michael Jackson's arm to get yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah. no, um, it's it's we've got to wrap it up because Jordan's connection is going, and it's uh, well, it's very late here. I started, we started recording the show on on uh, Saturday, and we're going to finish it recording on a Sunday, my time. So that's just giving you the perception. Oh. It's a bad. It's a bad album to do late at night as well for Andrew. You yeah, are the sun. Yeah, you yeah, are the moon. Yeah, no, but it's, it, it was. It was a very interesting play. album to look at because um, it was. It oh, was definitely. You know, it kind of really don't want to come off sounding negative, but it's just what it was. I think, in my opinion, it didn't. Didn't. It's. 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 It's very interesting. It's a contemporary album. I think every time I listen to it, I'll. I, I'm a very, you know, I'm a very nostalgic person. I, I always, I identify time by different times in the world by uh, music and movies and stuff. So every time I listen to Invincible, I always remember, you know, 2000, 2001, late 90s, that kind of stuff. Zooland, I'll remember, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, interesting album. Uh, but next time, we're probably going to look at another album. Maybe we'll look at... I don't know, I'd like to look at a live tour, like a live performance, like live in Bucharest, you know, something like that maybe. I think that'd be definitely very interesting to look at, Jordan. Um, but yeah, because this is like, I'm playing What's Up With You on a third loop. Uh, so <laughs> we've got to end. Huh. Jordan, thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for listening. Please rate us on iTunes, tell your friends, and uh, we will see you all next time.